Howdy, ads. Welcome to the tailgate. Delivery man. Delivery man. <laughs> I guess. The coach. <laughs> How's it going, fellas? Ready to talk some Aggie football. Uh, today's episode brought to you by Frida Homes, building Aggies dreams. Custom home builders with over 15 years of experience in the Brazos Valley. If you're looking for someone that cares about you and the details that you care about, contact Frida Homes. Visit them on Instagram at Frida.Homes or give Justin a call at 979-450-4466. When you call, just remember, everyone loves their Frida Homes. All right, guys, email us at axtailgate at gmail.com if you've got questions, comments, you want to know something about the Aggie football team, we can talk about it the next day, the next show. Uh, you can also find us on YouTube, comment on YouTube, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Um, Corey, yeah, how's everything been going, man? Pretty good, pretty good. <coughs> lots, uh, lots happened since uh, our last show. Yeah, Sweet Sixteen went down to the Final Four. Yeah, is it the craziest Final Four you've ever been a part of? Well, I mean. It's it's pretty crazy having Florida Atlantic and San Diego State in there is a little bit, and one of those two teams will be in the championship game. They're playing each other. Not a single one, two, or three seed in the Final Four. No, first time that's ever happened. Is it really? I didn't know. That. First time that's ever happened. That's crazy. For this this tournament, it's the first time a one seed doesn't make the lead eight. Yeah. How'd your uh, bracket end up? Really bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really bad. I got I two te- Hey, I got two teams in the Final Four. I do have an okay. e- I do have one ESPN bracket that one ESPN bracket that is in the 88th percentile, so that's pretty good. Like the top 88 or yeah. the bottom 88? No, the top. Okay, just making sure. Yeah, so pretty good. And did you pick the same teams that you picked in our bracket? No, I was about to say. No, no, no. So and you so, said Florida Atlantic going a long way. Then. And I had UConn winning, so there's a chance. All right, so I had UConn and Miami both in the Final Four. You know, I looked at the ESPN stuff, and they give you some stats and who's the leading brackets. Yeah. There is actually somebody that picked three of those four final four teams. There's no way they picked Florida Atlantic. Yes. They did? Yes. Get out of here. Wow. Isn't that crazy? That's pretty crazy. The team they missed on was Miami. Really? Yeah. They had San Diego State? They had San Diego State and Florida Atlantic. Who'd they have instead of Miami? Texas? Uh, you know, I don't recall, but I think so. Maybe so. Mm. Maybe Houston. I don't know. Is it was was uh Houston? Kansas? No, Kansas wasn't that same. But Houston, it wasn't Houston. I think it was. Uh, mm. I think it was Texas. Yeah. Wow. So it's pretty impressive. Pretty impressive to have three of. The, I mean, they basically only lost like a couple of games. <coughs> to the thing. I, I don't know how you pick that bracket in that way. I mean, maybe you're. Uh, Family is from San Diego, and we all went to San Diego State, and you went to school at Florida Florida Atlantic. Atlantic. (laughs) Yeah, UConn's just good. Yeah, Yeah. just really good. good. A lot of people picked UConn. UConn's the one team that's keeping people's brackets alive. Yeah, for a four seed, they were way undervalued. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Had some some injury stuff in the middle of the season that sort of cost them a little bit, right? Yeah, and we won some money. Hey, we've been hitting, winning bets. Winning bets. That's, that's a, something new. That's a new, new yeah. development for us, but it's that's been right. good. That's right. Cha-ching. It's been good. Cha-ching. It's been real good. Uh, I'll tell you this. Some people are all about the fact that, you know, they're like done with the tournament because none of the Blue Bloods are surviving. This has been, for me, the oh, best tournament ever. I love it. I love it. Upsets are 
the best thing. Watching Texas choke away a 13-point lead. That was crazy. That, that was uh, – guys at work were texting me, hook them, and they didn't say shit after. No, <laughs> the game was sir. Up. It was just uh, – and and you know I mean yeah. and then the I, coach gets a, a brand new contract which he, I think deserves. he deserves yeah he deserves I, I I will tell you this that dude did a great job yeah. this year you know he especially taking over a team in midseason to do what he did I, I thought he yeah. did a great job very well deserved and Beard's going to Ole Miss the they, old they don't coach. care what those coaches have done no. beat your wife what? kill somebody uh, yep. you know do it doesn't matter exactly you know yeah. you can you'll still get hired at Ole Miss yeah not a problem it's not a bad thing uh. This weekend, the Final Four, man. Okay, so you called the two, the the the, the matchups there. UConn and Miami. UConn, Miami. Who you got? Man, I think Miami matches up well with UConn. I think it's going to be a tough game. Uh, I think UConn's right now playing the best basketball of anybody. But I, I wouldn't be surprised if Miami is. So I'll go with Miami. What's uh... – <clears throat> And, of course, I've been down playing Florida Atlanta the whole time, so I'm going to take San Diego State. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, the more I've watched UConn, I mean, obviously, I think that those guys are really good. I like that shooter. Yeah. Uh, Jordan, um, I know you're talking about. Can't think 10, of 10, number 10, right? 20, 24. Okay, or, or 24. <laughs> and, uh, uh, but I like the sh- that that shooter. They, I mean, he, I think he that mm-hmm. dude can really stroke it. I mean, but uh, that they team, got a lot of shooters, that man. team is, is pretty loaded. They got an ex-Aggie on that team. Who? DR. Oh, there you go. He comes off the bench. He actually got some playing time there the last game. He comes off the bench. He doesn't play a lot. Plays less there than what he did at AM. Uh, yeah, we could have used him this year. Yeah, exactly. Backup point guard. Yeah, it would have yeah. been nice to have him. He had some big shots here last year. Yeah, One absolutely. Games, at yeah. the end of the year, that dude was a big part of that yeah. team. Um, you know, on the other side, I mean, you're taking San Diego State. Florida Atlantic's got something like 34 wins on the season. To me, that... And what they've done here lately, I mean, they beat Kansas State, mm-hmm. right? That, that Kansas State a good team, a team you really like. Yeah. And if you watch that game, those two teams, physically, they mm-hmm. match up. It's not like they're sitting yeah. there playing uh, a group that's a bunch of little shorties and one tall guy in the middle or, you know, like just – Like, I athletically know, and physically, they match it. up against, against the, the team. The officiating like killed State. Kansas State in that game. They got Keontae Johnson into foul trouble. The guy was out of the game. He's hey, you could say the same thing for – Gonzaga. Well, no, that's not where I was going. Exactly. Happened the same thing Drew Timmy. Once he got in foul trouble. But you could say that there was officiating issues also for... um, San Diego State and Creighton. And Creighton, right? Yeah. And and so, you know, both of those teams could have not been there, whatever. I mean, at the end of the day, they're there. Yeah. Who's going to win the game? I think Creighton would have won that game against San Diego State. Well, no, yeah, they would have. But who's going to win the game on, on Saturday? Oh, which one? San Diego State, FAU. I, I like San Diego State. I'm taking San Diego State. We're yeah. going to be betting on FAU today. Yeah, all right. we will. So, all right. So, you're saying San Diego <coughs> State and Miami in the final? Yeah, it's, that's just a guess. I mean, it'll probably be UConn and FAU the way I'm <laughs> Hey, you know something? So who's cool? your champion? Uh, well, if I'm taking I'm taking Miami. Whoever wins the UConn-Miami game, I think I'll win the whole thing. Um, you know, Conference USA. Mm-hmm. In... The <clears throat> basketball, they have two teams in the NIT final. Okay. Another team won the CBI. Oh, there you and go. And Florida Atlantic is in the final four. They haven't lost a preseason basketball game yet, supposedly. Postseason. Postseason, I mean. Yeah. So, and then you're discounting Florida Atlantic. I'm discounting Conference USA. 
Even though all they've done is beat everybody else. Nobody cares about the NIT <clears throat> and CBI. Those teams didn't care. That's like Hey, there was there was big conference teams in those conf- in those tournaments also. Yeah. Aggies weren't in there, I didn't care. Alright, so I'm gonna go Florida Atlantic, by the way. I, I, I just keep I just keep harping on the fact yeah. that they just all they do is win. How's your bracket? Not good. There you go. Very not good. You're gonna win the you're gonna win our already won. tournament challenge. Already won. Yeah. It's already done. It's like every year. That's not it's not like every year, but Pretty okay. much every year. Um baseball, man. A little Ooh. bit of a struggle there so bit. far. Look, fifteen and ten overall in the season, one and five in the conference, but they played some very, very tough competition in the conference. That's LSU, why you're in the SEC. You play tough conference. That's LSU, why you're in LSU, Tennessee. They lose two out of three to LSU. Yeah. Swept by Tennessee. Um, and then they lost to Texas last night. Yeah. <clears throat> five to two. Uh, I'll tell you this. I you know, just been watching it out and a couple of things. Look, they 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 need a better better consistency out of their out of their pitchers. Yeah. Especially their starters, their weekend starters, and, and those guys need to be yeah. more consistent and give them a better, more innings, better better results. Yesterday they gave up a few on the back end with the bullpen. The bullpen had been pretty pretty decent at times, especially some of the key guys. But once again, when you have to get into the bullpen so early, it's so many guys that they have to use that they end up having problems because they, while the top end of the bullpen does a pretty right. good job. The rest of the bullpen has struggled some too. <clears throat> well, I hear you, but the thing I'm not seeing is the crooked numbers on the offensive side. Last year we saw a lot of crooked numbers. I'm talking like big innings. You talk about a yeah. five, six, seven, eight run inning. And, and just, yesterday they lost five to two. They had several opportunities with guys mm-hmm. in scoring position where they couldn't bring them home, right? And so that's another part. Yep. The runners in scoring position, you know, they're, they haven't really come through with the bats. Um, a few of the different guys. We did get Minnick back yesterday. Awesome, awesome yeah. news. I got a text. I got a text about yeah. midday saying, hey, surprise for today's game. Your boy's playing. Good. Good. And so I was excited to see him on the field. You know, he got on the on, on base, I think, twice via error. Oh, there you go. <laughs> 0 for 3, but on base That's twice via error. Longhorn baseball. Uh, and, and those guys, I mean, he's going to help, right? He's gonna help. Oh yeah. So um, they need to. They just need to. A potential keep, MLB player is gonna help. You think? Yeah. They uh, just need yeah. to keep pounding away. Good call. That's a hot, yeah, hot take right there. I know. Hot, you know who got the first pitch yesterday? Buzz. There you go. President. Love me some Buzz. You didn't tell me tell some you buzz. the first pitch up? Well, I, did, I, I was gonna meet him for breakfast, but yeah. I got busy <laughs> with my day job. You know. <laughs> uh, Look, and, and and the turnaround needs to should start this weekend. Needs to start this weekend. Ole Miss, Ole Miss is a team that was ranked number three in the country at one point. They're zero and six in the SEC, so worse off than the Aggies. Yeah. Now they've also played some tough competition, and that's life in the SEC, as we said, Vandy yeah. and Florida. Yeah. Um, but this is a series that you need to start getting right, right? Right. You, it's here starting pretty soon. Yeah. You got to start getting some wins in there to, to build that resume. Well, the LSU team is a juggernaut. They're really good. Tennessee, I didn't watch a minute of them play. But they got swept the weekend before. That's just that's Tennessee. So you know. Ole Miss. Tennessee. Tennessee got swept the weekend before they played mm-hmm. us. By who? Um, Florida? It Was it uh, – it, it might have been. I can't remember. That's it, fine. It but either, Jesus. Oh, that's SEC, though. But that's SEC. But we got to – we can't get swept. We got to win at least one game. Yeah. You know? 
And that's we're good. And we, have too much talent. we have too much talent. Yeah, yeah. Same thing we say in football. We have too much talent to get beat all the time. And look, this is not, I am not trying to slam slosh or anything like that. You know, the dude obviously, slam away. the dude obviously took us to the World Series last year. It right. is a, it is a, it is a tough, tough conference to play in in baseball. Yeah. Here's the other thing. Once again, a number of guys, new faces and things like that, so readjusting and all that stuff. But overall, you said you said there's one guy that from the guys coming back that needs to start producing also. Targosh? Targosh. Yeah, he hasn't done much. And Schloss mentioned it on the radio today talking about it. And he said, yeah, we haven't got much at him. And he doesn't have anybody else to put in his place because – Nobody else is producing right now. It's just what it is. I mean, and and that's baseball. Year, it's a middle well, game. Last, last year they had you know their catcher was was huge for them. Yeah, at, at, at you know at bat as well. Mm-hmm. And he's not he's struggling. You know they're struggling there with the bats also. So they'll, they'll wake up. But I, I, I think he's back. I think they'll get. They're getting healthy and it'll it'll show. Yeah, him and Warner both both yeah. back and, and that should help. Warner didn't look good yesterday at all. Uh, but uh, you know, I mean, once again. Those guys are going to start hitting with. I mean, Moss is still making good contact. I mean, oh, you got some, you know, you just need a couple steady guys to carry for the last time. That's been that's been phenomenal. So. Yeah, they'll be fine. Um, pro days on campus yesterday for the with the football program. Mm-hmm. So a bunch of NFL folks on campus. Yeah, all thirty-two teams represented to watch A Chain, Antonio Johnson, and Jones. Jones. Yeah, you know. There was a few other guys. Connor Blumrick was back on campus. Uh, What's he doing? Buckley also participated in, in Blumrick. In yeah, was remember he, the former quarterback? He that Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech. Yeah. And then uh, Buckley, the wide receiver, mm-hmm. uh, was also here for the pro days. But let's focus on the Aggies here. The only one that ran the forty was Jones. Jones. He, he he wasn't real pleased with his forty time at, at the combine, so he came back at four four. Right. Um, so an improvement there. I think with his size at six two, um, and running a four four, I think that helps him. He's now going to be drafted probably. I don't know, third fourth round. I'd I can't say. believe Maybe he's going to go that high. I, I mean, I just don't believe he's going to go that high. That's just me. There's a chance that he think about a guy that we were talking about maybe even coming back this year, right? Didn't he yeah. have a chance to come back? Oh, we yeah, thought he, he might have come back. He's on junior, and uh, I don't see anything that he. Did on the field that warranted a third, fourth, or fifth round pick. They're just going to count think, alone. Is all I think that the the thing that the thing that he he's going to get some praise for and going to get some looks for. One is his size. Two, the physicality. Right, he uh-huh. did play very physically. He's good up against the run. He's all those things are true. The problem is that he's not great in coverage as a cornerback. Right, and that's something you need to be good at. He's not great. great. <laughs> as a quarterback, he's good at getting beat deep for some reason. I don't know why. Does he trip? Not have a second gear? I don't understand it. Um, but they also asked him if he'd be willing to move to safety, and he said yes. And what did I say before he, he, last he year? Yeah, I thought his best position would be safety. But okay, if you put him in safety last year, what are you doing with Richardson and uh, Johnson or Gilbert? Well, is he better than any of those three guys? Well, tech clearly Antonio Johnson is the best of them all, right? I I'd have let I'd have let Richardson play linebacker, and and We're that that'd, about that today, and that that have been my my solution right there, right? Yeah. Easy peasy. Yeah. Um. Now, but at the end of the day, 
if he's the better deep safety, if he's the better guy out there, then that's the best position for him. That's where I would have wanted to put him. Yeah. Right? Let him go showcase that skill set, right? But that's not what happened. He right. played corner. Yeah. And he was good, not great, in coverage. Right? Yeah. Big thing for a cornerback. He's got to do better. But that's the thing. I mean, we didn't get beat teams passing the ball. <clears throat> they just ran the ball. They didn't have to pass the ball. But, you know, you've got a lot of – yeah, that's also true. Yeah. You've got a lot of teams in the NFL, though, that like those big physical corners that can come up and but hit. But is he physical? Play. Yeah, and he is physical. I don't he I is didn't physical. see the physical part. I think he's physical against I think the Chappelle's, run. I think like Chappelle's more oh, physical. Well, Chappelle, than, I think, is the best. I think of Anderson's all, right? more physical. I think, I think there's yeah, a lot of guys in the my secondary. Point, yeah, there may be other ones. Yeah. But the point is that I think he is – and. If he goes to one of those teams in the NFL that that's the kind of guy they're not looking for, you know, they, they let their safeties help over the top, yeah. play a lot of cover one and stuff like that where you're getting help and things like that. A program, you know, defense, kind of like what San Francisco played, which means what, maybe, what, maybe the Texans are going to be playing, what, you know, Seattle used to play back in the day and yeah. still do some of the same stuff. You know, those types of defenses like those big corners that can do what he does. And so somebody's going to like them. Right, I got you. Okay. Um, Antonio looked good. Antonio looked good in, in, in his drills, and they've asked, they, they asked him to do a bunch of different stuff. You know, they like his, his ability to sort of be flexible, yeah. go deep, cover underneath, play the run, all those types of things. I don't – you know me. I think he's, he was our best defender by far last year. I thought he's a I – I think he's a first-round talent. I think he is too. Safety is slightly undervalued in the NFL for oh, some man. reason. Yeah, man. Because in reality, you look at all the great defenses, they always have great safeties. Right. You know, to me, I would put more value on that position for a guy that can make plays all over the field, right? Yeah. Um, but I think the key for him now is really going to be – where does he end up? End up with a team that's going to utilize him in the right way, give him some opportunities to really show up. Yeah. Uh, but he had a good day. And then A-Chain. And, you know, he didn't run the 40 because he already had the fastest 40 for a running back. Right. Um, but he came in, and they wanted to see him catch the ball a little bit more. I couldn't say that. They stuck him out at wide receiver and threw him some passes. Man, he ran some routes and looked good. good. Made some nice catches. Good. Uh, and I think showed showed that he's got that in his repertoire as well. I mean, he caught some nice, really nice catches here at at A and M out well, of the backfield, right? You think that's how he's gonna make his living in the NFL as a third down back? Because I can't see him as an everyday. To me, he could play on every down because right. because he's a good inside runner. Yeah, he's he while he's not. Does he have the body Huge. to take all those hits? His his lower body is pretty thick, right? So he's got. It's not yeah. like he's he's slight. He's not slight, right? Especially not in the lower body. So, gotcha. I to me he's an. But you're right. I mean, now the question will become: Can he take the punishment of being an every down back? Right. That's a better question. So he probably ends up splitting splitting carries with somebody to start off with, but. He's capable at everything you need to do as a running back. Maybe he can be a guy that also gets split out as a slot yeah. and used in different ways, especially after some of the skills that he showcased yesterday. Hmm. Um, you know, the other thing that I that I did see yesterday also in that pro day was all three of those guys just have excellent character, man. Like... As the folks are talking, oh, you want me to do that? Yeah, I'll do that too. Let me. You want me to show you that? I'll show you that too. Hmm. Right? Like 
And then the interviews afterwards, you know what they all said? They're like, hey, look, you know, I'm just happy to be here. I'm happy to be able to have this opportunity. Right. I'm, you know, we've been working hard at this. Wherever we end up, you know, we're going to work our butts off there too. And we're going to go up to the next level and try to go earn it. And to me, that shows the kind of player they are, the kind of team players that they are. Right. Right. Um, they all thank their teammates. Right yeah. for this opportunity. Right. Hey, look, we got a lot of support from our coaches, from our teammates, and all those types of things. So, I, I love the three of them. I really do. I, yeah. I think they're they're all three of them are, are were great are, are great Aggies. They're all underclassmen, right? All three underclassmen. All three underclassmen. Yeah. I mean, they're juniors, right? The all sophomore. three in the same out of the same recruiting class. Wow. How about that? Imagine we had those three coming back next year. Yeah, that'd be nice. Uh, so real quick before we go on to talk a little bit of spring practice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The action never ends at DraftKings Sportsbook, especially yeah. this summer. With tons of ways to bet on all your favorite sports, you can fuel your fandom and feel the heat of the season like never before. Plus, right now, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving new customers a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's right. Make your first bet up to $1,000, and if it doesn't win... You'll get another shot to cash in. You can throw down on all the major action for baseball, golf, MMA, and more. Plus, with the same part, same game parlay spreads, money lines, over-unders, and props, your betting options feel endless. Endless. Truly endless, Corey. <laughs> Sometimes it's hard not yes, to get lost in how many different yes. bets you can get. And you can put them together. Oh, and separate. oh it's a beautiful oh, thing. It's such, Love it. Whatever you want to bet. Yeah. Best of all, DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN. Make your first deposit and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code TPPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling referral service can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER. Uh, TPPN. Don't forget it. <clears throat> so, baseball opens soon, doesn't it? Open Astros door. open tomorrow night, what? bro. Oh, God. In defense of this World Series championship. No Altuve. No Altuve. A little bit sad on that. Out for about two months, mm-hmm. maybe maybe longer. Uh, no Verlander. So we'll have to see no Verlander who's in New York. Yeah, with the Mets and mm-hmm. uh, but you know this team's still got a ton of talent. Oh yeah, tons and tons of talent. They're about getting brought in the big guy from the White Sox. Yeah, I love it, man. Yeah. I love the lineup. Of course, right now with you know it looks like Mauricio Dubon's going to get this time at second base yeah. for Altuve. We'll see. He hasn't been you know excellent with the bat, so we'll see how he does. They've got a, a utility guy that might get some of those those at bats as well. So. Uh, but look, I expect big seasons from Alvarez. You expect that every year. From Bregman. You expect that when they suck. Well, I don't expect... That's just because you're a fan. Has Alvarez ever sucked? No. Ever? Since he's been in the bigs? Well, he went on a couple slumps here, man. So, you know, they got talent. Framber up front at at, at the front of the rotation. I mean, he's starting more? Yeah. He gets the opening day. And here's the thing. He had a better season. To me, I thought he had a better season than Verlander. Especially the second half of the season where... He dominated. Did he win the Cy Young? No. Well, but he did get, I think, four wins in the playoffs, which is some sort of record or something. So, there you go. Uh, on the way to a World Series title, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. So, pretty good. Uh, Christian Javier, 
Yeah, he's pretty good. At the number two pretty spot good. there. Pretty good. They, you know, the bullpen was the best in baseball last year. All those guys are back. I can't believe that bullpen's that good. Yeah. I just look at him like, how is this bullpen that good? Yeah. I mean, who's their closer? Presley. Presley. And he's been nails, man. He's been nails. What about the guy that was... Uh, Every year he's got... He started when he first got came to us. He was very questionable. Who's the pitcher that we've been waiting for a breakout? He keeps getting hurt. He's a badass. Oh, McCullers is hurt. McCull again. Again. again? Yeah. He's God, again. every year, isn't it? I mean, yeah. we talk about it like, man, he's going to be an ace. Oh, we're going to put him <laughs> as a closer. We're going to do it. Put him in the bullpen. They Shit. They ought to. effing time. They ought to use him out of the bullpen because he can't stay healthy. They should trade his ass. He can't stay healthy. That's also true. Now, here's the other thing. What's your main ability? But Availability. Okay. That's, that'll end this conversation because I'm done with that. Mm -hmm. All right. So... Spring football <laughs> is here, my friend. Yep. Actual football. Five practices in. Okay. Uh, look, last episode I went off on Jimbo, right? I, oh. you know, I, I hated his press conference. Mm -hmm. And and the fact is, truth is, those are all just words, right? Yeah. Those are words. Those are words. And... You know, it doesn't really mean a lot. It just, it upsets me the fact that he doesn't have much respect for the fan base, in, in my opinion. I'm past that. Good. Past it. Good. Let's get to what we've seen in practice, because this right. is what's important. And, I've, and I said it, and I even said it last week while I was bashing him, I think this offense is going to be a lot better. Well, they have that on <laughs> being worse. It can't be worse. Right. Mostly because of the fact that I think Petrino is going to be a much better offensive coordinator than Jimbo. Well, that didn't take much either. That didn't take much either. So, what did we see? Well, one, Petrino is running the quarterbacks. Petrino is running the offense. That is first and foremost, okay? Okay. He is, he's the guy coaching that group of, 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 of players. Yeah. He's the guy calling the plays and doing all those things. Where's Jimbo? Right? Jimbo has been more of a sideline supervisor. He's really? still around. He's not whispering to but the no, quarterbacks at all? No, but he's not I in there. Like, that. I gotta he's see go, that. He see, he, he's going to other position drills. He's, he's walking around, mm. seeing different things. An encouraging thing, right? I guess. That's a good thing. I want thing. to see it. I got to see it myself. That's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Durkin is with the linebackers, as expected. What, the two guys? He's taking, yeah. He's with exactly. the linebacker, that's it? <laughs> as expected. Yeah. All right. A couple of things. So let's talk about some of the guys that are on the field. Now, All right. Go ahead. to start the spring defensively, yeah. the defensive line is sort of what we expected, right? Oh, yeah. We called that. Jackson, Nolan, mm -hmm. Turner, and Diggs. Diggs. That's your look. That's your starting four. There's no I question. That. I, I I don't think there's any question. There. Yeah. And to me, that's that's a. It's an NFL players. NFL four, four type starting four, right? Yeah. Uh, Cooper and Russell at linebacker, which is what we expected. Yeah. Anderson, Gilbert, and Richardson at the safeties. Anderson taking the spot for Antonio Johnson in that nickel. Yeah. Okay. And then Chappelle and Grimes on the outside at the okay. corner spots. Yeah. No, no surprises there. Right. Right? With the second group, depth at the defensive line. Stewart, Regis, Overton, and Rakes up front. Right? Okay. 
I'm trying to think who we're missing that, out of that group. I thought some Brunlo Dindy's also okay. now starting to get more reps with that second group. Right. The first day of practice, he was with that third group, which was still a very good white Brunlo Dindy. Nolan actually was back in there, and Silla. Yeah. In in those in those uh, looks, but you you're seeing like depth. Lots of depth. Any one of those three groups. On D line. On D line. Any one of those three groups. Yeah. I mean, you get pretty excited about all of them, right? Yeah. Linebacker. Where the second group end up? Well, we talked about Cooper and Russell with the first. Harris. York and Sanford, the two freshmen. Wait. Harris wasn't in that first day, but he's now come back into the mix. Okay. And he's getting some reps with that second group now. Him and York hmm. getting reps with that second group. Okay. Thought they might move Harris to linebacker. I mean, the DN, but go in, ahead. In the, in the secondary at safety, Kerr Matthews and Sam Matthews getting reps with that set, that second group of corners and then a bunch of other okay. sort of not so. Uh, Cornerbacks. Not so important groups of safeties after that. The cornerbacks at early, you saw a lot of Javon Thomas. You saw McCall with those cornerbacks. You saw Bobby Taylor with those cornerbacks. Here, and this is where we're going to move to where. Bobby Taylor, that's the name we expect. Into the fifth day of practice. Right. Now, all of a sudden, the corners, Chappelle is. Out, hasn't been participating. It's maybe some sort of injury. Yeah. Um, and McCall and Bobby Taylor haven't really been out there practicing. Kenton Robinson's getting the reps with the first group Who? right now. Exactly. He was a he was last year's spring game stud. Remember? Had like a couple of interceptions in the spring game or oh, something. Oh god. Yeah. Yeah. With the, like the, the fourth one. Yes. Yeah. Oh god. So. You're, you're, looking, you're apparently, and and look, we've talked about this before, right? Depth at cornerback. Yeah. It it is pretty thin. It looks like because of some injuries, some guys yeah. tweaks and stuff like that. There's not a ton of depth right now. Now, hopefully, there's are small things. We haven't got any announcement from Jimbo or the you know the the program right. saying what's going on with Chappelle and these other guys. So maybe it's just a tweak here and there, but. You know, either way, it sort of still gives you the thought process of, man, this could also happen in the season, right? Oh, yeah. So Absolutely. It happened last depth, year. Depth at cornerback has we become we deep. a little bit of a We thought pain. we had good depth last year, and injuries killed it. Remember? Wide receiver, yeah. we thought we were deep. We thought we were deep in the secondary, and some injuries. I mean, it seems like we lost a cornerback or a safety every game. It, it did. It did. And, you know... I still think we've got, you know, some decent depth at safety as long as those guys, you know, are there. I, to me, the corner spot, where's Harmon? Yeah. Right? Where is he? He's apparently got something tweaked, right? So he's, huh. he's not out there. So You can always move Cooper to the cornerback. He's, he's probably the best coverage guy anyway. <laughs> I mean, I know he's linebacker, but guy, yeah. the guy's badass. I mean, I'm joking a little bit, but he is really that good. You know, and a guy, like I talked about earlier, Bobby Terry was hurt all last year, right? I mean, he, he needs to, you know, I think he needs to be a guy that gets healthy and gets back on the field. Right. Because I think athletically, he's a gifted he's a gifted athlete. Right. What, what's going on with Javon Thomas? And then is he not, you know, why is he not back um, back on the field with that with that first group outside of Chappelle? You know, what's, what's he showing? What's he not showing? So, right. you know, 
I still think that that's going to be the biggest concern there with depth as far as that's concerned. Was there a Florida State transfer also? McCall. That, that's McCall? Yeah. Okay. And so he's getting reps on the outside and corner okay. as well. And, and you know, we'll see we'll see where he's at. But he's clearly not excelling so much that when Chappelle comes off the field, he's coming in. Right. Right? Yeah. Um, and once again, did he have some nicks and things like that? So, you know, has been missing some. So, you know, those – anytime my, – my problem is that anytime you're talking about Kent Robinson being out there with the first team, that can be an issue. That's a big issue. Uh. Um, aside from that, though, yeah. linebacker. Mm-hmm. And look, not only just who's with first team and second team, but running drills. Let me right. let me just say this. <clears throat> York, who's a freshman, who's been here for two months. Right. And Harris, who's a sophomore, second-year guy, let's say probably redshirt freshman, right? Right. Or he probably played enough last year where he actually had, couldn't redshirt, right? So... He's probably a sophomore. Those two guys already look more physical than Russell. Russell. Already. Well, then I don't think that takes a whole lot. Beyond, I mean, Russell, I'm not trying to dog the guy. I think he played above his talent last year. You know, I mean, he made some bad plays, but he did make a couple good plays here and there. He did all right. And, you know, he shouldn't be. Blind squirrel situation. He shouldn't be playing as much as he does. I mean, I didn't plan on playing that much last year. I thought White would get more playing time, and White was hurt, and then Cooper. And I liked what I saw from those two younger guys, and and it would be an absolute surprise to me if one of those guys isn't taking more reps as the year goes on. But as we saw last year, the question that doesn't necessarily mean Russell's going to be off the field. The question people at work are asking: Yeah, has there been a three-man front at all? They have not shown. The three-man front early on in this during this period. Now you know we only get to see so much of, right. of practice. So, so you know, based off of what we've seen, they haven't. But that doesn't mean that they won't. And I mean, the only time I should see a three-man front is in a pre-event defense late in the game. We're up by thirty, and the other teams just trying to. I don't see another. Why? Why else would you run a three-man front? I don't. We know don't that. have the linebackers to put in there. I don't know that I'd run a three-man front in that situation. I, I'm just saying. <laughs> But I'm just wondering because we yeah. saw way too much last year. Way too. If much. you were said, yeah, you know, in the three man fronts, we got Nolan McKinley. And yeah, I'm like, look, I'll tell you this. This this is you know strictly defense here, right? Yeah. I was pleasantly surprised with the second group of linebackers. I think that's a positive thing because what Are we you count Harris about, with that. You just yeah. got New York, Harris, York. Sanford, yeah. right? Those guys. I thought they they already show as young guys show have shown some more physicality than what Russell, who's like a seventh year guy here, right, or whatever, oh, sixth yeah. year, right? Like more physicality than him. To me, those guys are going to be better players than him, and they, that probably needs to happen this year. This year, hmm. okay. Now, we know from the past that that's not necessarily what this coaching staff has done because they keep putting Russell out there. They keep putting him out there. Last year, they put him out there in front of White. They put him out there in front of Lee. Now, Lee is kind of in his same boat. He's not – he wasn't – I don't think he was very good. No. But, Lee you and know, Russell, we didn't think they would see the field that much, as much as they did last year. We thought Harris was going to see the field more. Remember, you were talking about Harris last year because he was athletic. Yeah. 
You can, I think you might have compared him to like a young Vaughn or somebody coming off the edge, like speed wise. I liked what he did coming off the edge and when yeah. they used him in those situations. But and and here you're seeing him in a traditional linebacker role a little bit more right now. And to me, he has good reaction and he's got more physicality. And so at the linebacker position, that's an important piece, right? Yeah. I mean, that's got to be something that you take into consideration, especially yeah. the reaction time, right? Like. He, Russell's fifth-year guy. He shouldn't be the slowest reacting linebacker on the field. He was awful, right? He he consistently went to the wrong gap whenever on running plays. I mean, consistently. I mean, they just all you had to do is run the ball right at Russell last year. You know, here's he the place. here's the other thing, and I saw it. I saw it in the <clears throat> from the get-go. You know, we always talked to our linebackers about it. it's got to be a marriage, mm-hmm. right? It's got to be a marriage. Well. Even in, you know, just in drills at the beginning of, uh, and and they've got these linebackers splitting. And I don't get that. I don't get that. It's what causes the gaps Mm -hmm. that we normally have that give up the big plays in the running game. It's the reason we are not good at playing the run last year. Because our linebackers are not in unison. And apparently it's not an issue with their read. Apparently it's that what they're getting coached to do. Yeah. That, to me, is troubling. Mm. Aside from that defensively, though, let me tell you this. That front looks phenomenal. Mm. They look exceptionally good. Brunlo Dindy is a big old boy. Now, you know, you see the difference between him and a guy like Nolan who got a ton of experience last year. Because in the drills... Nolan knows exactly where he needs to be, how, you know, his positioning. You know, if, if he knows he's got to close a gap, whatever, mm-hmm. right? With Brunelden, he's still figuring those things out. Right. You know, and he's he's more just learning where to be, not exactly how to handle it, right? And so he's got another he's got he's got to take another step. Physically he looks good, big. Right. Nolan looks trim, my friend. Yeah, I was telling you last time, I expect these guys from freshman to sophomore to get better shape. You know, that's what, I, that's what I'm expecting, this freshman to sophomore year. I think Nolan is under 300. Well, he might be trying to go outside more. McKinley, McKinley obviously looks great. That dude's just a Damn, monster. Man. He's, he's going to be our best player. Uh, so up front, a guy that I – look, a guy that I think – has a chance to be a playmaker on the edge is Malik Silla. You were saying that before. And I'll tell you what, watching practice, yeah. comparing him and Stewart, yeah. Stewart, who got a ton of playing time last year. Right. He's the more explosive end. No right question. Now, right now, you think? Right now. Hmm. No question. He's more explosive than Overton. No question. Diggs. More explosive than Diggs? I think he may be. He I think Diggs is our best outside rusher. I mean, he was last year. He definitely yeah. was. And, and look, I don't he know. Got hurt. I didn't he see those two guys side by side. Yeah. But if I'm if I'm in a passing down, that dude's on the field for me. Hmm. That's what I'm telling you. Because he comes off the ball better than any other the other guys. So Maybe who's Diggs your four? Who's your four down on passing downs? Who you got in defensive Ooh. tackles? You got Nolan and McKinley in there? I, I still think it's those two guys. I think you got them. McKinley's motor just doesn't stop. Yeah, he just doesn't stop. He's been going the whole time. And you if you want to bring somebody else in, you bring Turner inside, right? 
Yeah, Turner inside. Then you got who on the outside? Silla. Diggs and Silla. That's who I'm Diggs calling. Diggs and Silla. Okay. Diggs and Silla. Okay. You're not even putting Stewart on the field on fourth or third down. No, and okay. I and that you know he to me though that's your best up, four right there is what you're saying. That's what on, I'm asking. on rushing downs. And on rushing linebackers, downs. you got Cooper and Harris. On passing downs, Harris. Oh yeah, and I might bring Harris. Okay. I'm gonna let Cooper cover, and I'm gonna bring Harris. So third and ten, you got Cooper and Harris. Cooper's covering. Harris is coming. So you're bringing five. Okay, I like it. We're gonna roll. I like it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I like it. Um, so there is a lot of things to get excited about here so yeah. far, right? I mean, uh, you're seeing some of the development with some of these young guys. Mm-hmm. You know, and and that's not to say Stewart's looked bad. Bad, right? I'm just comparing him explosive wise, coming off the ball yeah. as a pass rusher. Silla's a quicker. Yeah. He's quicker. He's he's faster. Right now he's he's smaller too, by the way. Well, um, Overton, another guy that he's a uh, guy you were high on before. You liked Overton a lot. Yeah, that I think is also a a good piece to have in that in that mix. Right, and he's he looks like he's progressing. He should only now be a freshman here, right? Mm-hmm. He you want to register? He reclassified. You want to <laughs> hey, maybe it's Richard. Okay. Go ahead. Um, but it's exciting we need to keep some of these guys for a few years, yeah. right? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, exactly. You know, exactly. Well, the way they recruit these days, I don't know. They just you need like the Georgia thing where they're going. You know, all four defensive linemen go to the NFL the next year. The next four go oh, yeah. all in the NFL. Four go, just keep going. You know, except Georgia has all four defensive linemen, both linebackers, and then like uh, yeah. three out of their four secondary yeah. guys. So, well, a couple of them go to jail for the while. Yeah, I mean, oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. maybe it's you got to let loose. Yeah, yeah you got to do that. Get, get on the highway. Go a little fast. All right. So offensively, yeah. First, first thing is that at the beginning of camp, let's talk. Let, you know, as far as the depth chart, you saw Fathery, Robinson, Strickland, Moko, and Crown over up front. Strickland, okay. Okay, that's because now, mind you, Zune is out. Yeah, for 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 the spring. And so are both of the centers. Centers. Right. So there's there's that. Moko and Dewberry have been guards, left guards, playing that left guard spot and, and alternating with the first group, by the way. And Aki. And then Aki's been behind both of those. Third, fourteen. Yeah. Good. Third group. So transfer. Uh pretty good with the first group, Connor started off spring there. Mm-hmm. Interestingly enough, at wide receiver. Stewart, Moose, Thomas. Thomas. Yeah. Which goes back to what we said that they kind of like to do. They want that bigger body. Yeah. Anais sort of rotating in and out. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, interesting. Interesting. I don't understand that. Anais is probably yeah, your best guy, so you, you know, probably need them on the Did Anais take any reps in the backfield, have you heard? Uh, they've handed him the ball, but more on motion. Yeah, sweep type stuff yeah. and stuff like that. Okay. Um, in the backfield, Daniels has been the starter. Like it. All right. Daniel's been starting in a tight end. Green's the number one guy. Oh, yeah. You know, and then sort of everybody else after that. We'll talk about sort of what happens at that tight end group. Stewart is now out. He's out with a – he's been in a boot. walking boot. Yeah. Uh, so he's probably going to be out for a bit, <clears throat> um, which has now brought Anias in back yeah. in with the first team reps and all that stuff. But – you know, obviously, he's a guy that they're going to depend on a lot. It's going to it hurts that he's not there. He, he, getting the reps with Petrino and 
and those types of things. But, you know, obviously the fall is going to be more important for him. Get him healthy. Get him going. It's four. Who's the, I'm trying to think of who our second team wide receivers are right now. Well, is it's Preston on there. It's Preston. <laughs> it is. You know, I, I'm just saying, you talk about Russell seven years. Preston, like, yeah, yeah, he's got his doctorate, and yeah, he's working on his second doctorate. Go ahead. Uh, and on top of that, the, the freshman as well. Um, the two freshman wide receivers are out there. Okay. Um, so is that the guy from Georgia? The flip from Georgia. Mm-hmm. Um, so so those guys are getting some reps with that group with Preston as well. You know, and, and the receiver group looks good. Man. They look they explosive. They look they, they're out there. They're making they're making catches. The the ball, you know, because the UTEP kid went back to UTEP. UTEP UTEP he gone. That's crazy. The um, I guess a couple of things that I that I found interesting there is they are doing a lot of rotating on the offensive line, right? So they're letting some guys get in and get their reps with Strickland, Nobu, both at center, getting both those guys in there. Like we talked about at the left guard spot, yeah. the consistent guys, obviously, Layden Robinson and Fathery on the right side, they're sort of the the pillars there. Yeah, we know. You know, they, yeah. we know that's going to happen. And so, and and then, you know, the other guys have sort of been rotating in. I see that as, I see that as a good sign in the sense that, you know, they're trying to figure out what the, what the mix is now, early on. Mm-hmm. Look, when Zoon gets back, you expect he's going to be your left tackle. But you know what? Crownover looks pretty damn good. Right. Crownover looks pretty damn good. So what are we running? Are we running three wide receivers or two tight ends? We're doing both. So sometimes it's, they are doing a lot of two tight end sets. Usually, Green and the Swede, Olin, getting in there. Really? In front of, in front of Johnson. Johnson. Johnson and Garcia with that second group. <clears throat> You know, because Wright's been Wright's out. Yeah. And so I'll tell you this, and watching the drills and different things, right? Not just what group they're coming out in. Look, Green is clearly the best of them all. He's, he's just so fluid in the way he runs routes. He's absolutely, you know, incredible catching the ball. Mm-hmm. Very reliable, always in the right place. Those he's types a big of things. Guy too. Big dude. Yeah. Johnson looks stiff at times. He's it's not fluid routes, mm-hmm. right? It's not, you know, he doesn't look, you know, you go watch Kelsey, Travis Kelsey, man. Yeah. Everything's just like, right. it's very open motion, you know, like, yeah, and it's, it's a beautiful hips. thing. Yes. Yeah. Look, Johnson does not have that. He yeah. is stiff at times, slightly stiff, right? And, and so, yeah, he needs to yeah. continue to develop and gain some of that fluidity yeah. To get rid of some of that stiffness, you yeah. know, continue to work on those things, flexibility with the body and stuff. Now, don't get me wrong, dude's a big dude. And he still catches the ball well. Yeah, but, he's going to be able to get away from people to right. get the ball. And so those are going to be the things. He, and, you know, yeah. who knows what happens with his brother. That's disappointing because, I mean, I, I was expecting a lot from that guy. Yeah, and, you know, still mate. I mean, it's like still the mate. other Titan that we had for a couple of years. We kept expecting stuff. The one that transferred to Tech, I can't remember his name now. Oh, yeah. yeah. And we were like, oh, man, he's huge. He's athletic. He looks athletic. Baylor. And Baylor Cup. Yeah. That was, was yeah. Baylor Cup. And we kept it. Oh, man, and he got getting hurt. And like, this guy's not going to do anything. Yeah. And that's what I'm worried about. I mean, I, I want <clears throat> I want to hope the best, but. Look like Tarzan, play like Jack. <clears throat> exactly. Yes, exactly. Um. Running back wise, let me tell you something. One guy that's already impressed me. Owens. Daniels. Daniels. Wow. 
he's running with the first group, and there's a reason why. That dude already looks different physically. He's yeah. bigger, he's stronger, he's Love thicker. And he still has that explosive character that he had last year, right? I mean, right. to me, he looks really good. And not to say that Moss and Owens don't, by the way. Yeah, how does Moss Owens look? I haven't seen that guy at all. Dude is fluid, man. Is he really? Oh, he is crisp, dude. I mean, you watch you him run. Do anybody like I mean, former Aggies anything? Like a... I don't know about former Aggies. He's, he's so smooth, man. Think about a just smooth. Yeah, it's like he's going, and you don't really, you don't really, see, mm. you don't really, really, and he, like his cuts are smooth. His, yeah, his great vision. Um, he he he's he's gonna be good. Like it. He's gonna be. Really is he good. short or tall? I don't even know where he no, looks. No, he's like. he's good size. I think he's right at six foot. Okay. Um, and so you know maybe five eleven, but you know like. He's going to get touches this year. Because I'll tell you, I don't mind a smaller running back after watching what those guys at Kansas State right. do and Austin Eckler oh, and those sure. kind of running backs to get hit behind oh, the yeah. line. They had those quick little moves. I mean, I wouldn't mind something like that. But, yeah. I'm telling you, he's going to get reps this year. He's going to make plays this year right off the bat. Um, is there a change of pace back, or are they all pretty much the same? You know, is there a, is there a Moss bruiser, is a is little a bit bigger. Moss is a little bit, you know, a little so bit bigger he's guy. He's, yeah, he's, he's like more it. of that kind of that that kind of goal line. You expect seeing Moss on goal line? I don't know. I mean, Daniels also looks good, man. He mm-hmm. and he's got, like I said, he's gotten bigger. So you know, you never know what they're going to do there. But maybe so. Moss is more. Of a well, goal you remember line Jimbo guy. used to put a chain in there when we had uh, what's his name on goal line situation. He well, put, you know, here's the other thing. What we also have the fullback. Oh, crown over, crown over, yeah, and he looks good. He, you yeah. know, and so he might be a goal line option. Also, That's true. he's a lot bigger than some of those That's other true. guys. That's true, we got all those big defensive tackles that surprised he wouldn't put one of them in the block. But I'll tell you what, that's not a bad idea. Yeah, that's not. A we bad did that idea. with Bobby Brown. Remember Bobby yeah. Brown come in on throw, throw Nolan out there as your lead blocker. There you I, go. I could take that. Could, or McKinley. Yeah, people oh, are gonna get the hell out of their way. <laughs> Don't believe. hit me. Blow the whistle. Blow the whistle. Yeah. So. I'm a I'm my expectations for the running back group is moving up. Like it. It's moving up. Now look, we know what we've got at wide receiver. I think everybody understands the talent that Moose is, the talent that Anias is, the talent that Stewart is. You know, Thomas on the outside, you know, yeah. we, we still need to see more, but we feel good about it. We've got Preston in the mix. We we know the dude can make plays, even though he can't get on the field for some reason. I don't get it. Micah Tease has looked good as a freshman coming in. He's athletic. He's he's, mm-hmm. he's done some things. Uh, the, the kid out of Georgia, and I'm blanking yeah. on his name right now. No, I got you. I know. Um, also, also looks the part. He's not going to get too many opportunities here this first year. He's a bigger year. kid, though. Isn't yeah. He? Yeah. But my point is, we know that we've got talent out there. He's more we of a know, Thomas type, right? The big kid out of Georgia, you think him and Thomas? Not quite as tall. But okay. yeah, he's probably playing that same position, yeah. right? Now, we know what we get in green at tight end. We know what we're getting. Look, Connor has got to put it all together, right? And let me tell you this. So, you know, he's looked good. He's looked good. And he doesn't look stressed out there. He looks comfortable. He's looking like he's, he's picking things up. He's doing right. pretty good. He's got to put it all together. But what we say earlier this year is going to be the key to this offense. The offensive line? The offensive line, 100%. And let me tell you something. Well, how do you do that with two centers out? Both your centers are out. Well, it doesn't matter. Because like, you here's reps, though, don't you? Yeah, you do. 
And they'll be back Dining, for the fall, reps, right? I'm, I'm talking. But here's the here's my problem is I watched and I'm watching drills and mm-hmm. I'm watching drills and I'm watching closely drills. Those guys, it just upsets me. Same thing they do last year. Oh shit! Feet come in tight. The moment they engage in a block, the feet are in tight, which is always a bad situation. How do you have balance of, like that? Yeah, you don't have any balance. Yeah. You will get beat by a defensive lineman when your feet are in tight. You're gonna fall yeah. off that block exactly. every time. Yeah, they're gonna. They have the advantage right away. But it's getting coached to them because at the end of the day, they're all doing it. Adazio's coaching that? It has to be. They're all doing it. He came in with a rep as a O-line so, coach. Yeah. And so this that, that bothers me some, right? It doesn't make now, any sense. It doesn't make any sense. Hmm. Uh, you know what's crazy, too? No. The freshman, Basantis, is the one of the guys. Yeah. Yeah. He is one of the guys that actually shows better, wider bases and state technique, right? Maybe because he hadn't been here that long. Yeah, maybe they'll coach that out of him. Yeah, Dewberry's doing the same thing. uh, Dewberry as well. They're all they're 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 all doing. They're all and Dewberry's better actually, and that's part of the reason we got better last year, right? Right. But you know that's my problem. You watch Father. You watch Layden Robinson, man. That dude's feet come in tight every time. He engages in so a block. So the feet are inside the hips, not out, like... Exactly. And so now you're engaging, and, and and so they run the outside zone. And the first thing they do is take that wide step to run, and then they cross over. Mm. And they're trying to engage with their feet in here. They're tripping over themselves. And yeah, yeah they're not going to... They're not. No, they're and sometimes not. it's just getting away kind of situation with some of those outside. Mm. I, I hate it, man. I well, hate you've it. seen anything from Petrino's offense yet? Anything you can say about it? Does he... Anything you like, don't like, anything you notice is looking just like Jimbo's. What you can look, just just even in practice at the beginning of this, you can see that there's a little bit more rhythm to it, like a rhythm. rhythm. They're we're not. They are also using the whole play clock. Is what you're saying. We're going to get up there, snap the ball, and go. I mean, I don't know. It's going to be like. Not it's, a hurry up, but I'm it's saying it's not going to be Tennessee fast, right? right. But it'll it'll be. I mean, it we won't be, 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 be calling timeouts, right. using three timeouts. The other thing is first quarter that they are pushing the ball down the field some more, like right? vertically, so like 20, 20, 30 yards. Stuff. Yeah, well, it's more vertical stuff. So that's that's those are all positive things. Yeah, I'll tell you, there's a ton of positives out there. There's a ton of positives. I think offensively, there's a ton of positives. We talked about the ones on defense. My concern offensively is still the offensive line. Not because of the personnel. I think they look good personnel. I think, I think that's right now technic the technical aspect of how they're playing offensive line right now yeah. is could be problematic. Gotcha. We're gonna have to see where that offensive line develops. I hear you. You know? Yeah. And, and and we'll get a lot of a lot mm. of hey, look. If they can handle our defensive front in spring football, you're gonna feel real good about it. That's all I can tell you. Shit, we said that last year. Well, they didn't handle them in spring football, did they? Well, I don't think too many teams were handle this offensive line. Um, all right, questions from the tailgate brought to you by David Coffin, PLLC, tax controversy and litigation lawyer, smart solutions to federal tax issues, experience, respected representation for taxpayers. <coughs> Over 20 years of experience in tax controversy with offices located in South Lake, Texas, and now opening Brian Call Station. Call 817-251-7049 and make an appointment, free consultation up front, all right? Mm-hmm. Question number one. Yeah. Report on the quarterback battle. So we didn't spend a lot of time talking about the quarterback battle. Quarterback battle. Quarterback battle. According to Jimbo, there's a quarterback battle. It's now, not a quarterback battle. 
There you go. There's not a quarterback battle. So let's clear this up. That's the dumbest thing. There is no quarterback battle. If there's a quarterback battle, then we have real issues. Because our future is with Connor. We we agree on that, right? We Oh, yes. No, I mean, if he gets hurt, then yeah, we have a more than capable backup. That's great. It's great to have a backup. But Johnson's... Is not gonna, yeah, exactly. I mean, he'll lead us to some wins and some good victories, but he's not going to lead us to where we want to go. Johnson is the backup. I don't know how much clearer I can say that. Johnson Connor, is Johnson's the backup. Connor's one. Is number one. Yeah. Johnson is number two. Yeah. Flat out, done. There is no I mean, competition. Why does he say that? Is it just now, trying to keep Johnson to, <clears throat> I guess in the program? I, I, I have no Which, idea. I mean, I don't want him to leave. Don't get me wrong. I don't, I don't want him to leave. leave. But he's going to leave anyway. Right? He's going to know, by the way. Yeah. And and don't get me wrong. He, Johnson has gotten some reps with the ones. But if you leave this late. But are you going to go to another program that you're going to get to be able to be a starter? What program is looking for a starting quarterback like Johnson if you leave at this point in the year? Because they're doing spring practice right now, too, if right? He graduates, if he graduates this semester, he probably has two years of eligibility left. I don't think he leaves. Having said that, I hope he doesn't leave. Unless he goes to somewhere like Sam or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that'd be the only. He's too um, good to go there, I think. Western Kentucky, you know. Um, hey, look. Either way, the point is that there is no competition, and, and and he has been getting Johnson some reps with the first team rep, less than Connor, right? Yeah. But at the same time, that's just uh, get making sure that he, he he gets a little time with those first group wide receiver type things. Connor is the starter and will be the starter unless he's hurt. Right. No competition. Yeah. By the way, how has he looked? He's looked pretty darn good. He looks comfortable with Petrino. He's throwing the ball well. Man, he I mean, he's been sharp. Really sharp, delivering the ball, receivers on the run. Now, mind you, it's mostly against air for a lot of what we're seeing, right? Right. But that's that's what you know. That's the things you like to see is that it's on point. And like we've time. said, the talent has never been a question. It's been yeah. the play calling, mm-hmm. and our defense is knowing what we're going to call. That's what we had an issue with last year. Oh well, it's it's passing. I think you're going to see that he's got a much clearer mind out there this yeah. season because of a simplified system with with Bobby and clear decision making. Uh, they just paradigm. have to execute it. Just execute yeah, that's it. God. All they got to do is execute. What's in there? Uh, question number two. <clears throat> so ESPN had an article come out. Yep. Three teams that can break into the playoffs for the first time. Right. They list Tennessee, yep. Penn State, mm-hmm. USC. What do you think? I disagree with all, all. Well, USC, I think, would have the best shot because of their conference. But they don't have a defense. I mean, look at last year. They they lived on love. They couldn't make defense. the they couldn't make the final four just because the conference is not exactly. Very the conference good. is weak, and they'll right. yeah they'll win the conference. They should they, win the conference. And they still lost easily. twice to Utah last year. There you go. And then but Penn State's got to beat Ohio State and Michigan. Tennessee's got to beat Georgia, Alabama, A and M, LSU. Could Tennessee have made it? Like could Tennessee? Could Tennessee have made it last year if they didn't lose Hendon Hooker? Yeah. Even okay. as a even after Georgia goes in. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because they, they, they beat chance. Alabama. Yeah. And they had the tiebreaker. They they beat LSU. They, they failed to but they beat LSU, but they failed to They would have had a tiebreaker on South LSU. Carolina, which is what killed That's them. That's what I'm saying, but if Hooker wasn't there, was he? Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think they 
So, and look, but, but they but, lost their quarterback, lost their quarterback. two top wide receivers, right. their defense is still a work in progress, new offensive coordinator, I believe, uh, which, I mean, as long as they have the head coach, I think they're good. Yeah. He, I think he brings the, the right mindset to the team. I'll say this. I mean, could USC break in? I think they, they could in that conference. I don't have confidence in the fact that that defense is going to keep it's them the from losing a couple of games. Oklahoma teams right. that made it, they got their ass kicked when they made it right. to the Final Four because it was the same thing. It was all offense, no defense. and Their offense is going to be good teams. enough to compete at that level. And it'll yeah. probably cost them a, a, a game, maybe two, throughout the season. Right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and Penn State. I, look, number one, I think Michigan's a. A better team, probably. Oh, uh, Michigan, I think, is one of the top teams, and they got their quarterback they got a lot back, coming back. back. Yeah, yeah, they, they got a, they got some talent. Look, Penn State, they're you know they're they're big on the the, the running backs, the two running yeah. backs that were freshmen last year. That they got a quarterback and sophomore they got coming in. Yeah, like, they got some. They, but the, the quarterback hadn't played though, right? And I think that coach Penn State's overrated. By the way, that's yeah. me. That's my thought process. Franklin. They keep talking. Oh, this is—he's a great coach. Everybody wants him. I don't know. If why. they're going to make it, this would be the year because Ohio State potentially down with replacing yeah. as much. But they've got but those Ohio receivers State, left. Ohio State's they the, still got all those receivers. They're the Georgia that. of the Big Ten, right? You know, they got a lot of talent. Yeah. They, they're getting five stars left and right, and, and they replace quarterbacks every two years, and yeah, they just keep. Yeah, rolling. they're going to be fine. They're going to be fine. Um, the last guy, I mean, he transferred out of Ohio State. He won the Heisman. And Tennessee, I think it all comes down to their quarterback. Yeah. <coughs> no, I don't believe he looked great in the in the in, in the bowl game against Clemson. Those right? three teams, the one I think would make the playoffs out of those three, would be USC. That'd be my choice, just because they're in the out there in the Pac twelve or Pac whatever. You I'm excited to see what Clemson comes back with with the new office coordinator and <clears throat> Riley. Yeah, right. All right. <clears throat> so you know they've always got talent. The system has not been good over the last few years. Mm-hmm. He's fired two quarter. He won the coordinator. Best left team in the ACC. Florida State. Florida State. That's a, I'm surprised they weren't on that article because they. Why they, aren't they in that? They article? should no, be. No faith in Florida State uh, at all. They got a good team quarterback. The Aggies. Why aren't the Aggies in that article? Oh, we were five and seven last year. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm surprised. I mean, I'm. It's, I'm telling you, when they rank us, we do crappy. Look at the football, baseball, awesome. basketball. Anytime they preseason hype. Better off. We can't take it. It goes through our heads. The one thing I was shocked about is that they also came out with an article about the top twenty-five quarterback rooms in college football over the next three years and the Aggies weren't in the top 25 at all. I don't understand that. How's that? In spite of the fact that they got a five-star now, a five-star sophomore right now. They've got a four-star that they just recruited this year. So, yeah, no, no. Uh, I don't get it. But I'll tell you what, I'm going to help the Aggies out here right now. We're going to suck next year. We're probably one of the worst teams in college football next year. You're going to bet the under, huh? Oh, the under. They're definitely under. I'll be happy if we win three games next year. Amen. You know, I'll Amen. just be happy. That's. I mean, I think that's the mindset. You know, we go in here, you know, You've been hope for the best and, you know, hope for the best, plan for the worst. Hey, look, we're going to bet every game for the Aggies to lose every game next year. Every game. Guaranteed they win. I don't know about that, but yeah. it's it improves our odds. Yeah. I just want to get people's mindset to where they're not, oh, we're going to go 12-0. Right. No, we're bring the expectations yeah, down. let's get realistic. Let's get realistic. I know we're in Aggie land. We have a lot of talent. We went 5-7 and seven last year. Let those guys go out and just be hungry. Teams don't go 5-7 and seven and go 12-0 and 0 in the SEC. I mean, I mean, TCU did last week, last year. But whatever. That's not in the SEC. <laughs> okay. I said SEC. You did. Big 12, yeah, it happens every day. How about LSU? 
They didn't go twelve and zero. No, but they should. They, they were one game away from going to the championship game. All right, all right. Hey, look, I agree with you. Yeah, I agree. Suck. You understand? <laughs> no, that's okay. not what I'm saying. All right, just making sure we're on the same. Still thing. a lot to see over spring, yeah. by the way. I like that blue shirt, though. Yeah. Giga Maggie's AP. Holler. Holler from the tailgate. All right.